Hello, and welcome to episode 151 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about 2006's Flushed Away. With us also this week is a very special featured guest, uh, William Neal Barry Blackburn. Hello, Richie. Barry. Hello. How's Hello. it going? Boys. Yeah, good. How, how's things with you, lads? Not so bad. Not so bad with me. I'm very pleased to have you, Barry. Yeah. Yes. Oh, very good. It's very, it's very good to be finally on here after so many years of knowing you and run this running and not me even knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> but Barry's, um, Barry's our tenth official guest. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, here we go. All the stats are coming out now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, brand new guest. Yeah. Uh, happy to have on. Um, so, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, uh, Barry? Or yeah, sure. Uh, I'm currently uh, residing in Nottingham, uh, only for a couple of more, maybe for a week, I think now, until I return back home, where I met uh, all these fine gentlemen mm-hmm. <laughs> many years ago at school. Yeah. Seven, I believe the year was. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Uh, rocking fun employment at the moment, just because of uh, COVID, which sucks a little bit, but it kind mm-hmm. of brings a new chapter with it, which is uh, probably quite exciting. Um, get, getting ready to do crack on with my army stuff, really. That's the way to think about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you also are the one that inflicted this film upon us. Inflicted <laughs> upon you? That that implies negative stuff. Right? <laughs> a spoiler there, Richie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, do, do you want to talk us through your your decision for picking uh, Flushed Away as your debut film? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we'll. Uh, We'll go back over the scenario. So, uh, for the viewers, like obviously, the boys asked me what some of my favourite films were when they suggested me to come on to the podcast. And uh, this, uh, I came up with some of my top three, and this one featured as my second, and it's one very close to my heart. I don't know why. It's just, it's just a really great, fun show. I think it's you know anyone can watch it, and I think at any age you can have fun watching it. I think it's a really, really, really well-made production. So yeah, hence why my my reason for you guys forcing you guys to. <laughs> well, it, it was either this or uh, salmon, salmon fishing on the Yemen, was it? Was that yeah. the other one you mentioned? Salmon <laughs> fishing in the Yemen, which is... In the, the Yemen. Alright. Oh, Sounds like a Robson Green documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I must admit, Baz, I watched the trailer and I thought, what the hell? This looks <laughs> awful. Honestly, give it a watch, it's good. I, I, I do want to, I do want to, but it looked terrible. <laughs> Everyone's got different tastes, I suppose. To me, anyway. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, well, we welcome your choice, Barry. We're very varied on this podcast. Um, of course, we are. Any film, new or old, um, we love to sort of mm. uh, spread our net wide. So, yes, I'm very much looking forward to hearing what your thoughts are on Flushed Away and why it is so close to your heart. <laughs> mm. All not right. Oh, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, uh, should we get into this uh, this review then, lads? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. This week, we're talking about Flushed Away. Here's a clip. You know what you are? You're a real gem. Well, for a hard day of navigating sewer pipes, there's nothing better than relaxing in a jacuzzi whirlpool bath. That looks so inviting. Oh, yes, yes, the water looks perfect. Now, you... Hop in, and I'll press this lever to get the bubbles going. Right, in we go! 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know we got off on the wrong foot before, right? But, you know, I really think we're going to get along, don't you? Swimmingly. Be seeing you, my friend. Uh, Flushed Away is directed by David Bowers and Sam Fell, and it stars Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Ian McKellen, uh, Bill Nye, and Andy Serkis. The synopsis is... London High Society mouse Roddy is flushed down the toilet by Sid, a common sewer rat. Hang on for a madcap adventure deep in the sewer bowels of Ratropolis, where Roddy meets the resourceful Rita, the rodent-hating rodent toad, and his faithful fucking hell, and his faithful thugs <laughs> Spike and Whitey. What did you four think of Flushed Away? Go, cool, he's going to kick us off. Who's going first? Oof. Well, you can't say it's just not. Do you want me to go? I'll go on, Pepster. Do you want me to go? <laughs> yes, I do, Pepster. That, that sounds like negative. That sounds like a neg negative. Go for it. <laughs> so after doing our mammoth, um, nearing on probably four-hour recording session on Saturday um, of Citizen Kane and our 150th episode, um, I we then went onto a Zoom call later on that evening, and we we, we met Will and. Um, not for the first, first time, time, obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he was saying, oh yeah, I'd like to come on and he told us about this film. And then we said, okay, we'll, we'll record on Tuesday. So it's now Tuesday at quarter past seven. So, yeah, quarter past seven, something like that. 17 minutes past seven. And uh, so that was Saturday night. So that, that was out the window. Sunday, I didn't feel like watching this film for some strange reason. I, I was putting it off. Uh, so last night... Had you seen I, it before? I have seen I have seen this film before, yeah, many many years ago. Yeah, and I sat down to watch it last night at about probably ten o'clock, um, and flushed away. No, it's called flushed asleep. I fell asleep <laughs> during this film. Oh, oh, oh dear! Is uh, that just because you were a bit tired, Pat? I mean, don't get me wrong, Jack. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was my my mum's birthday yesterday. We went out for a walk. <laughs> Uh, it hailstoned, it thunder and lightning. It, yeah, it, it, it was a long day. Um, so I was knackered. Um, but yeah, I fell asleep during this film. So I have literally just finished watching it now. And... Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not for me. I will put it like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, look, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of animation in general anyway. Um, but I will watch it and I appreciate it. Um, when it's good, um, <laughs> and yeah, this wow. for me didn't really hit the mark. And I appreciate we've got to class it as a 2006 film, and we shouldn't compare it to today's animation and blah 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 blah. But it just, uh, yeah, it just, it just, it wasn't a good film. Considering other films during that era and during that time that were created, um, I think this would have been right down there. I'm sorry. Ouch. Scathing. Christ, you didn't hold back. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, I, I'm here to say my opinion. <laughs> Pepster, did you not even appreciate the, the running time? This nice, nice little oh, short yeah. film. Jack, I did, but flipping heck. I mean, last <laughs> night, it, sh it should have only been half an hour. I mean, I, I must have only How long been, did like, you last before you nodded off? I, well, I mean, I started the film about... I think it was like 50 minutes to go today, so I was prob what, it's an hour and a half, isn't it? Probably about yeah. 30, 40 minutes in. Right. Um, yeah. So, so would you say that was a fair a fair reflection, given given you fell asleep halfway through it? I mean, I feel, oh. like, if you, if you, I feel like if you gave it the full run, 
you might have had a different verdict. Oh no, but but Will, don't worry. I watched it today. Um, I did. I I, I got got back on. Not from the about... beginning. Not, not oh from... no, not from the beginning. No. Barry's saying that your your um your viewing experience has yeah. affected your viewing experience as a whole. And maybe if yeah. you'd seen the whole thing in its entirety, then it might have all wrapped up know. a bit nicely for you. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, we'll maybe leave it another 10 years before I figure that one out. Okay, we? then. All right, Actually, we, we, should, uh, we, should, we should stop this recording now. Let Pep, give Pep an hour and a half <laughs> and we'll reconvene. <laughs> I'm only messing. But no, uh, yeah, no, so it's not, it wasn't for me. Um, I appreciate that some people may enjoy it and, and it, you know, everybody's film tastes are different, but for me, yeah. Okay. I wasn't uh, a fan. Does someone want to come in for the rebuttal or? Uh, well, we've got to go to a featured guest, haven't we? Yeah, I think, I think maybe that. it is time. I think maybe it is time for uh, a, bit of a bit of a different opinion on that one. Barry? Okay, uh, I, I might. <laughs> Sharing my my novice abilities at reviewing movies here because I've always just watched it and gone, yeah, that's great or it's shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, like us. Which is, yeah, which is what? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like it's very playful. I really like the way they've done it. They definitely use some. I can't quote anything spe uh, specifically, but I remember watching it thinking, oh, that's clever the way they've used the language. And they've done that, and I quite like the way they've animated it and like uh, where, like the toad is cl the classic evil naughty boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really like the way that, I really like the way they've animated him. They made him so eccentric, and his uh, or like his mouth movements are huge, and like everything like it just adds to like a comical value. Mm -hmm. um, then, are you uh, are you a big fan of animation in general? Uh, n n not really. It's yeah. It's not. It's not at the top of my list. It's not. So my all-time worst things to watch in musicals. Well, you'll get along with Woody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know the yeah. feeling, Barry. It's unless, it's blues, unless it's the Blues Brothers. I'm yeah, bloody Blues, blues Brothers, yeah. but a musical's one of his favourite films now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Blues Brothers is a don't get me wrong, but sometimes yeah. I just yeah. constant, just, it just ruins the storyline for me just a little bit. Understandable. Like, that's understandable. Apart from Oliver, <laughs> actually, I found that actually quite entertaining. But All right, okay. Different movie for a different time. But yeah, I, I just really felt like I just felt like it's really playful. I really like the characters they use. I don't know if you guys uh, there's a bit of a, a red flag in there. In fact, there was a Japanese flag in there. Yeah, so, yes, yeah. yeah. I, laughed. I did laugh at that. I did laugh at that. <laughs> well, that's where I got the joke from, and that's provided entertainment for many years. Oh, is it? Did you yeah. bring? <laughs> oh, did I didn't realize you brought that into the equation. Oh. Yeah. So you know, just... what it was? Yeah, it was Barry who, who brought it up, and then. Oh, I, was, well. I was watching along and heard it, and I, I had to do a double take. I was like, yeah. that's, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's where he got it from. <laughs> I, had to sit, I, I did sit up rather quickly when that line was uttered. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone who's not really familiar with what we're talking about, it's, um, there's, a, there's a certain line in, at the start, towards the start of the film where we introduce to the henchman, and, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, and there's, a, there's, a line, there's a line saying, oh, you know, I'm not feeling very well, and the retort is, well, it's probably last night's curry. I've got a bum back <laughs> Bag. Mm. And that's been the source of many, many laughs, especially for Mr. Henry Woodsford over there. Guilty as can. But yeah, for me, I, I really like the way it plays out. I think it's a good storyline. Uh, I think it's really playful, really funny, and any age can enjoy it, which is nice and simplistic and not too long. And I think for me, that's just a winning recipe. 
Barry, do you Fair think enough. it helps? Do you think, do you think it helps, Barry, that the main character speaks with a rather posh London accent, and you know, you relate. Maybe you relate to this character. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny uh, you say that because, um, oh, you're talking about Hugh Jackman, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't actually recognise it was it was no, Hugh I Jackman. I no, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't see the name come up. <laughs> I thought it was quite good, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm Kate Winslet. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you who it was. Mm. Okay, but I feel like we should say that just not being able to tell who it is doesn't make oh, yeah, it a yeah. good performance. No, I know that. I know <laughs> that yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Who's next then? Well, I'll I'll stick up for our guest there. I'm I'm Team Barry on this one. I I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it quite quite a lot to be honest. Um, okay, it's w- one that I haven't seen in years. I was actually quite surprised at the release date. I thought it was even earlier to be honest. Because yeah. mm. um, mm. we must have been what ten or eleven by the time. Well, well le- eleven twelve both came out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I've, I thought it was a lot. It was a lot earlier, but um, yeah, I, I I think Buzz is spot on there. I, I think it is for all ages. I've, I I enjoy the humour. I thought the voice cast did a great job. Ian McKellen as the mm. was brilliant. I'd say he's, he's the standout. Um, I didn't. I wasn't as keen on Kate Winslet, but I, I don't really like her anyway. But that's by the by. Um, I, everyone else, I thought was, was pretty good. Hugh Jackman was great. I, I liked Shane Ritchie's character, the the, the fat, the fat guy. Sid, yeah, Sid, yeah, yeah Sid. He was brilliant. Um, it took me it took me five ten minutes to get used to the. Because I know obviously it's Hardman, but it wasn't Hardman in, in the Walton Gromit sense of yeah. It wasn't stop actual, motion, was it? it was stop, stop motion. Um, and we, we, it was computer animated, but it was kind of it was a bit weird at the start. It, it took me, I had to adjust my eyes a bit because I was like, what oh, the it's weird? Yeah. You, in the faces of the, some of the characters, you could see that oh, it's clearly Hardman. Yeah. But it's just not quite right. Yeah, it's their style, but it's not. Well, stop they've got motion. a style, yeah. Mm. Because it did say on the on the title sequence that it was Ardman and DreamWorks. So obviously DreamWorks yeah. have done, done the computer. Really weird combination. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Didn't you know? Weird mm. collaboration. Dream DreamWorks doing the, the computer side of things. I, I'm presuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, don't don't get me wrong. Um, I'm much more of a Walton Gromit in a in a chicken run man any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> if there's a choice of Ardman films, flush the ways at the bottom. But. Um, for me, I, well, out of M3, Baz, Chicken Run is brilliant. Yeah, you haven't seen an early man yet. Chicken Run, Chicken Run's amazing. Yeah, oh, early man, no, I've never seen early man. I, I didn't fancy that at all. No. No, I've, yeah, of the ones that I've seen, uh, yeah. But no, I, I couldn't be asked even watching that, to be honest. Hmm. Man. I saw the trailer and I thought that was, that was enough for me. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't Gromit, so... It's just always going to be a favourite because it's the nostalgia and things. And I did get, I did get the nostalgia with this as well, Baz. I, I must admit, I've, some of the things, scenes were coming back to me. Probably the first time I've seen it in, oh Christ, a good, a good ten plus years, realistically. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I watched it on a Sunday as well. I thought it was a perfect Sunday afternoon film, um, <laughs> where you can look. I, I admit, I, I might shut my eyes at one point. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's, it's because you know you're you're out. It's boiling hot, and you've had a big walk. You come in, and you 
you stick it on and you, you're on the sofa, you might just, you might not off, but it's one of them films yeah. where you, you can but shut your eyes for it? two to three minutes, I'd say. All oh, right, okay. Put it this way, they were still, they were still trapped underneath the surface <laughs> when, uh, when I opened my eyes again. But it's one of them films well, that, where that you, can happen you can, with any film. Yeah, but you can drop out and then li- li- it's just like three minutes and you wake up again and you not you still follow the story. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. pretty it's accessible and it's I I enjoyed the world. I I enjoyed I enjoyed it all. So I'm I'm team Barry on this one. I'm afraid. All right then, uh, Jack, hit us with your opinion, please. Yeah, well, um, I've got to say I'm. I perhaps didn't enjoy it as much as, as Woody and Barry, but I'm definitely more with them than I am with Pet, I'm afraid, Tester. Um, although, although, don't worry, I believe you've got some support coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, did yeah. you watch it all the way through? I watched it all the way through, yeah. My eyes, my eyes uh, stayed yeah. open. Just you and me, then, Jack. Just, I just want to establish a pattern, that's all. <laughs> when did you watch <laughs> it, Jack? I watched it today. Yeah, um, yeah, I watched it all the way through. I just, I just fell asleep for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch it again. <laughs> you just get, you just get old with it. It's just your age. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, do you know what? I yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say oh, it's the best film of all time, or I'm not going to get too excited about it. But for what it was, you know, stick it on. Fun. Um, I definitely did chuckle at quite a few of the jokes. I thought most of them landed pretty well. Wasn't belly laugh laugh out loud, but it was pretty funny, um, and yeah, I enjoyed the style of the animation. Um, with it being Ardman, you know, like Woody said, instantly sort of recognisable as Ardman characters. I think I read that this was their first foray into CGI. Probably um, their only one. Is it their only? Yeah, probably is actually. I don't know to be honest, but yeah, probably is actually. Yeah, I was completely um, surprised when I when I saw it and realised it wasn't stop motion. And because yeah. I, I just thought all their stuff was. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit surprised as well in the first, cause I was a bit like, what are your first five minutes when you see the parents and the, and the daughter running around, but they're, they're not showing you the face. It's a bit like in toy story. I was trying to work out, is that animated? Um, hmm. But I've never actually action? watched. Yeah. It's live action. Yeah. I've never um, watched all the way through like, like Woody and Pep have earlier on many moons ago. I've seen bits of it, you know, must have flicked it on the odd time or whatever, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. So it was it was all new to me. And I thought it was a nice, you know, easygoing adventure film. Um, sit back, relax, you don't have to engage your brain. And, it's, and to be honest, after, after fully focusing on Citizen Kane only a few days beforehand, to be honest, it was quite, quite a welcome bit of easygoing watch really um there, there were issues with it I, I didn't i didn't love the film but I'm, I'm definitely much more much more with barry and woody on this one I, I enjoyed it um for what it is you know it's a universal rated film it's not going to be you know outstanding and, and and for the year like pet was sort of talking about 2006 i knew that it wasn't going to look top of the range like we get today but yeah i had a good time um i won't be rushing to stick it on again but do you know what for what it is fun friendly and no harm done that, that's my thought <laughs> one up the bum no i'm done yep <laughs> all right exactly Richie. <laughs> okay well 
I am, uh, I'm more on Joe's side, I have to say. This film was not for me. Uh, didn't, didn't really enjoy it at all, to be honest. I had seen it before. Uh, I saw a few, like, when it first came out, I guess. Um, and I don't think I remember liking it very much then either. But yeah, no, I, I mean, my first disappointment was that it was not in stop motion because I think that would have been better. I like, yeah. I like their stop motion style. So that mm. was a bit of a shame, really. And actually, yeah, I know we keep saying, yeah, it was 2006, but maybe I'm just kind of, maybe it is just the, the shock of it at this day and age. And I haven't watched, maybe it's been a while since I've watched a film from that time. But it did, I felt like the animation was a bit poor quality, even for the time. Uh, I didn't think it, it held up too well. I think it was probably better in some parts than others. I think there were a few kind of little sequences where they use the animation to their advantage. Um, like, I guess, when he like falls on the toilet roll or whatever and that, that whole thing. Um, but yeah, no, the, the humor didn't do it for me. Uh, there was a lot of pun humor. Uh, which I just rolled my eyes at, to be honest. <laughs> but we do, we do know like you like a bit of dark humour, though, don't we, Richie? I do like a bit of dark humour, that Wait, is true. It might not be suitable to a PG rating. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is true. Um, but but a, lot of, um, a lot of PG films do manage to uh, sneak in some hidden dark humour there every now and then. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to hold that against any film that doesn't. Um, but it's, yeah, it, just, it wasn't really the humour that was... Uh, that lined up with mine, really. Because, uh, yeah, p- apart from the pun humour, a lot of the rest of it was uh, just came across as obnoxious to me. Uh, so, so yeah, that wasn't... Uh, well, it wasn't, uh, wasn't for me. Um, and the voice acting, I'd say it was all fine from the usual suspects, uh, Ian McKellen, Bill Nye, and Andy Serkis. But no, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of the rest, and I wasn't a fan of Hugh Jackman's either. I thought they were all quite stilted. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty bored by this film and didn't like it. <laughs> but you did stay awake. I did stay awake. I, I feel like I, 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 take my, I take my duty as a film critic seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's my initial thoughts, pretty much. Okay. Barry, any, any immediate reaction to that? Uh, ones of rage and, and it's, no, it's not rage. This film is blood bollocks, but like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I suppose I don't know. Like, Pep, you were, you were the only. Uh, well, I know Jack's kind of like landing in the middle of everyone, but um, Pep, you're probably the other chap with um, negative, the definite negative views of it. Would you say your type? Because I feel like it does appeal to like the punny type of humor would you say your humor kind of led towards yeah. that vibe or yeah i mean like richie says there are you know quite a lot of films pixar films and animation films that can sort of work for an adult audience as well and that's that's why they're there in a way isn't it you know you go take your kids to entertain them at the cinema but you want to entertain the adults just as much yeah um, and there are a good few films that that do that successfully i personally just didn't think that did it for yeah. me? Um, there wasn't really that many. I just couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't envision a family sat there with two kids and the husband and wife or or whoever is. They're looking at each other and laughing along as well. I don't know. 
maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, and maybe maybe some parents did did enjoy it. I just don't, I, I don't know. I I don't feel like obviously animation. Your target audience is initially the kids, um, but then you want you want to appeal to the adults as well. Uh, but that's just my opinion, you know, and and I I appreciate that it does appeal to some people. Um, I, the end of the film, I, I agree with what you said. <laughs> Great, you know, flipping egg. Let's, yeah, more of that, Nin- please. Ninety minutes. Let's Jim. smash out of the park. Boom. <laughs> um, you know, Joe well, never I likes just... to see anything that's that's over ninety minutes long. Barry. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I feel that when you got like a three-hour four to sit there, three-hour three <laughs> film, even though it's like a really good film, like, like yeah, I yeah, I mean. There were, like like you guys said, there were parts of it that I chuckled away at or, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I, 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 I get that. Um, I just I just felt that the whole story in general, you know, it's not really the most adventurous and the most interesting, is it? You get I disagree. I, I, think the I think the story's quite good. I think it's really engaging for... Um, do you? As a concept, yeah, I thought it was a great concept, to be honest. What What's great about it? <laughs> Just the whole idea and the whole... Talking the about the past system, under, isn't it? The, un, the underground <laughs> world of um, yeah. these sewer rats. I thought, I, I really enjoyed it. And the, the little world, like little mini London, essentially created for yeah, themselves. Yeah, I thought playful, I enjoyed that. I gotta yeah. say, I enjoyed I enjoyed the 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 slugs, the, the singing. Oh, yeah, they were the wor- they were the worst part for me. I absolutely oh, they, were the they, they were they, they were best. what they were so they were obnoxious best. and it's so it's not funny. It's just oh yes, this song in a funny voice, great Good soundtrack actually. Good soundtrack. I was just about to say that Jack, that was a, there, was, there was a sil- there was a silver line into this film, and it was the soundtrack. But he um, didn't like you. What shoot? Yeah, I mean, and, and then at yeah, the end but you've got rolling. It was so out of um, place, though. Yeah, right. Rolling, <laughs> rolling. He was going I, for I, I agree, they're good songs, but they just came out of nowhere. It felt like someone was just like, literally, was just like, "Yes, I like this song. I want it in there." So yeah, but when I'll, they turned I'll put up, it, I don't know you... here. Oh, it definitely made me smile when they turned. You... Well, when they turned up, that was just like really annoying to you. Yeah, I fucking hated it. <laughs> I was looking into my cerebral cortex at that point, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> Richie, was, uh, okay, so, so, so to the critics of the film, what do you think to the Ench Frogs? The what, sorry? Mm-hmm. The, the Hench Frogs. Oh, they're okay. Yeah, I didn't have a massive problem with them. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell, I, I thought there was a kind of a... I kind of li- I liked the idea on the French frogs then. Uh, I liked the idea of the, uh, the, the mime phone thing. Oh yeah, that was clever actually. But I don't, I just don't think it was executed brilliantly. But it was okay. Mm. There you go. There you go. That's something. <laughs> I tell you what, there is one, there is one bit that made me uh, chuckle, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was a little bit stupid. Some of you guys might not like it. I don't know if you remember the chase scene uh, where they're flo- they've just escaped from the toad, the grip of the toad. And uh, they're throwing it away, and uh, they all come out of like these pipes into the main circuit where they're running away, and they come on the uh, like egg whisks. Yeah, yeah. And then one the toast. I found that I found the toaster scene hilarious. See, there's <laughs> like, some dark humour. I mean, yeah, it's a little dark, but I found that really funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to think of any points to bring up, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um... There's not really any spoiler talk. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what so, I mean. This is what I mean when we're talking about the story. I don't. I really just don't think there's there's a lot to it really to even talk about. You know, they they, they want this jewel, and then that's forget that we don't want that anymore. They've accidentally stolen this power cable, and then that's literally it. They just want this power cable to power the, the evil machine, and the, the, it's, it, I just don't think there's any like there's any like cohesive um, a, a, anything intertwining that's that's very interesting about about that plot. Really, one thing that did <clears throat> bore me quite a bit was um, uh, I did probably from when I fell asleep was when um, if you went to Kate Winslet's family's house and the old the old granny was thinking he was Tom Jones and all that. I didn't hate that. Hated that. Did enjoy that bit? That was that was probably the worst bit. And that was where I was like, oh, just yeah, get on with it. Yeah. Um, I I didn't really. I did switch off at that point. I must admit. Is that when you fell asleep? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that part, Barry? You into it? Uh, I mean, it's like- just. Like the, the, the house, thing. the house, like the house, like moving, like a seesaw yeah. type thing, wasn't it? And they were, it just maybe went on for a bit too yeah, long. Yeah, that, well, that scene. Way, way too long. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I do feel. I, I do see what you're talking about when there's plots, uh, there's flaws in the plot, even. Um, yeah, I, I, probably that that scene does like drag on a little bit. I quite enjoyed the bit where the. Uh, where he's going like we don't need the money s- smack something and the um falls straight to the floor and then the little cockroach is a little line yeah that's yeah oh, that that's good but like uh, yeah I agree like the, the old uh, the grandma that that gets a bit mm. repetitive and gets a bit boring she's painful actually it's screeching yeah. as well mm-hmm. yeah but I, I, I don't even get the joke what joke what was the joke yeah. she thought he was Tom Jones okay <laughs> why I feel like that's probably why that scene not liked. It's just because like that is the, you know, that's the, that's the main meat of it really, isn't it? The scene is, is like, is the grandma being introduced and yeah, it's a bit random. It's a little bit unexplained. And, but yeah, I just kind of watched it as it's part of the film really. And then it, yeah, I got, I got a bit more, definitely like bit a bit more into it when, once uh, that scene was coming to its close. But yeah. Uh, I, I, Sorry, I, I had a, I had a look on uh, Letterboxd on uh, some of the reviews of this film, and um, I, I was a bit taken aback. I mean, not not about whether they thought it was good or bad or anything. Oh, I know what you're going to say about largely this. largely uh, good reviews on here, but a lot of them, a surprising amount of them, are just talking about how hot the rat is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I read there's quite a few of them. I was looking as well. Yeah. A lot of fairy shit going on on this. Uh... A lot of strange fetishes people have of rats, animated rats. Yeah. yeah. Harry, is that is that perhaps why you like it so much? <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, you know, we're all going a bit crazy in this cave thing, being locked up. <laughs> yeah. Not there's not a lot of tuning, opportunity to get out much these days. So if that's what <laughs> boat, then that's what folks you boat. Hey, hey, whatever, yeah, whatever folks you boat, yeah, that's it. Seriously, I'm coming across like three right now. Worst part yeah. of the movie is rat is hot every time. I have a big crush on the hot rat. The rat is kind of hot. I'm sorry, daytime TV. I'm sorry for the realness. Yeah. Mm. I get the feeling like 
Uh, what do you, so I had this conversation with one of my friends back here recently. Like, what? How do you guys feel about people like owning rats as like pets? No, big no no. Big <laughs> yeah, no no. no. If you want a pet, get a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why have a rat? Why have a rat? Don't, when get, you don't have a rat. Um, yeah. I'm okay with people owning owning rats. I don't. <laughs> You're I don't okay know. Well, I don't know. I don't know why we're having to dictate their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a rat. The vermin, the vermin. The ver- yeah, they are. I mean, oh, yeah. well, I'll let you into a bit of a secret. We have a bird feeder out there. And, uh, and during lockdown, <laughs> I've been. <laughs> during is lockdown, I've, I've hey, been. Hey, bleep um... that out. We can't have that in. controversial. Blood team During lockdown, I've been, um, I've been obviously keeping my eye on the birds and making sure that they're fed and obviously, and, and you know, and uh, and then. A good couple of months back, we start the, the bird. The bird you put about three balls of bird feed in the feeder at night, and then the next morning they're all gone. And there's no way the birds are eating at night. You know they eat during the day. Turns out <laughs> we have got a, we've had a family of rats behind the house. Uh, behind oh the, no, um, no, the family of them. Oh, it makes oh, my skin God. crawl. That oh, thought of it. Yeah, but I mean, we're not, we're not talking about wild rats here. When, you know, these are domestic. I know we're not talking about wild rats, but I mean, these rats, Richie, they were getting brave because they, obviously, all the McDonald's are shut, all the, all the fast food restaurants are shut, there's no rubbish around. Mm. They can't come into the garden trying to get the bird feed, and the birds are feeding at the, the, the balls, oh, and they're no. falling on the ground. And I'm not kidding you, boys. It even got to the point that during the day they came out and you saw them running across the grass. The balls. No, that, that was it. Then, <laughs> you down. I know this is. A, I know this is a very traumatic situation for you, but uh, I, I don't know. I feel like if we're going to start coming down on on the type of things people have as pets, then I feel like maybe we should start with snakes. I was going to lead on. That's where I was going. Like snakes and spiders as well. Nah. Yeah, that's well, that. That's, that, that's that's that is fucked. What? Yeah. Cause, yeah. I mean. Well, you can't get worse. At least rat, rats are, are furry and got cute little faces. Snakes are just vicious, awful, disgusting creatures. And don't get me started on fucking spiders. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've got to admit, like, I, I don't think. Are I, you I, I insane think... in the membrane, Jack? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. None of those would be my pet of choice. I'd just go generally for a dog. A dog. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you were <you're> campaigning <laughs> not, for hamsters before. What happened to that? I, I, no, I'm not even a fan of a cat, to be honest. <laughs> Um, but agree. dogs are get rid of your rats you know get rid of your rat problem but if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a little animal as a pet it's a gerbil or it's a hamster it's not a rat decision made what about little tortoise what do we think of that yeah why not pretty exotic parrots maybe why not? Yeah, parrots. Or sugar babies. Yeah, people that are lonely. They like a parrot. Fine. Exotic pets. You know, they're all the rage after Tiger King. You see, everyone's getting yeah. big cats. Are you still on a hedgehog? How do you feel about? How did you feel about that, Joe? A hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah hedgehog. Them. Yeah, fine. But okay. yeah, but but Richie, they're not rats, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rats. Rats are vermin. Rats. Rats. You can't get any lower than a rat. No. <laughs> They're a symbol of the unwashed and just the... Yeah, you're <laughs> right. You are wow. right, Jack. You wow. are right. the great unwashed there. <laughs> you don't have a rat, do you, Richie? No, I don't. You're good. But I just, I just, I don't know, personally, I just think snakes uh, and spiders are a much worse pet than than rats. Mm. Richie, is that perhaps one of the reasons why, you, you know, you really struggled, and maybe Joe, to, to 
to become engaged with this film because right from because the of off, our hatred got... of rats. No, well, I was. I don't, I'm not. I'm the one that's for rats here. No, but you've got. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, but you've got a lead. You've got a lead character who is a rat in living the high life in a mansion and is a posh. It's a posh rat. It's like two <laughs> opposite. It's a two opposites. It's an oxymoron. Oxymoron. Yeah, maybe that just threw you off a bit. Yeah, can't be doing with that. No oxymorons in my films. And it did tease it, it did tease a couple of deeper little tangents, you know, the idea of no. how he how no. he was lonely. he was no. lonely. You know, she she had she had this Rita had a huge family, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, we get it. Rich people are are, are lonely and essentially unfulfilled and poor people are uh, richer in the friends they have. We get it, it's all very citizen Kane, but no. <laughs> it was so not well done and in your face and, and not interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, there we go then. <laughs> no, but yeah. no, seriously though, if you want to make your point, please. Continue. No, no, that was it really. I was just, I was just going to say that um, they did try and introduce a couple of little ideas and, and deeper, deeper elements to it. They flirted with those sorts of storylines and ideas, but didn't really go anywhere. Um, I did read that um, because of, a, I don't think Flushed Away did very well at the box office, and then this was the first and last time that DreamWorks worked with Aardman. They binned them off after that because it, it didn't perform very what, well. I don't, think, DreamWorks, I don't think DreamWorks have really got a high horse to sit on, really. No. I mean, yeah, yeah this, DreamWorks this was probably... I mean, yeah, this was probably in the middle of their Shrek mania thing, but uh, it didn't take it didn't take too long for everyone to kind of realise that they were a bit of a one-trick pony. Well, yeah, yeah like how to train your dragon and all that shit. Oh, yeah, awful. Oh, have you seen those? I've not seen those. Well, I saw one with my cousin. I've seen the first one. Younger, I had to go take him to the cinema for me. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> that, if that's Pep, you know, you're talking to, you're talking about taking like. He's old. He's older now, obviously, like seventeen now. But over time, he was about eight and that. Sixteen. Talk about yeah, talk about taking a kid to a cinema, and then you you sat there as an audience member and you and as an adult trying to enjoy it. Christ, there is absolutely nothing in there for the adult in How to Train Your Dragon. Painful experience. Then you got to pretend it's good afterwards to yeah. him. <laughs> I'm just looking oh, yeah. now. Oh, oh yeah, it was good. The Madagascar films, which were terrible. You what? Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, they yeah, did Madagascar. Madagascar. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, you, thought, you thought Madagascar was terrible? I didn't enjoy it. No. What? I mean, there's some. I don't think I was a massive fan of it. Oh, come on, I, I don't know. I don't know if I hated it, but to be fair, that that was another one that I haven't watched in a long time. So it's hard yeah, to say. from memory, that's just from. I memory. remember. I remember liking it. That's mm. on Netflix yeah, as well. I think I like Madagascar. Mm. But did uh, did you see any of the sequels? Or... No, I think I only saw the first one. Mm. No, didn't, one's like didn't, didn't, didn't like it that much then. No. No, I, I was I too old at that point. Yeah. Oh, you're never too old, Joe. Well, I've just seen Dream, DreamWorks were involved on Chicken Run. Yeah, it was just, it, we... Oh, we just said this was the only one they worked with Hartman for. No. Oh, oh! Before flushed away, you mean? What? No, I thought you just said flushed away was the only one. Well, I, I, I wasn't, sh- I wasn't sure, but I'm just looking now. At, at, yeah, okay. but Chicken Room wasn't. Um... Yeah, it wasn't animated, was it? 
wasn't animated. Yeah. No, I mean it wasn't. Yes, uh, it was it animated. <laughs> no, I mean it wasn't CG. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was stop motion. Oh, okay. Interesting. No, I, didn't, I didn't know DreamWorks worked on that. Mm. And that is that was good. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't really know. I've not really got much else to say other than I, I did enjoy it for what it was really, and that's <laughs> that's all there is to it for me. It, I don't really think there's too much need to. No, it's not Citizen Kane, is it? Where there's yeah. um, so many. Don't, don't, don't kick him while he's down, Jesus! Hey, I, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I'm on Barry's side, but I'm just saying it's. I think Jack's right. It's something you can watch, and then you've not exactly the Citizen Kane. It's like it's like the most unfair argument to ever throw at this film. <laughs> Citizen Kane, <laughs> like like it was like it was ever trying to be Citizen Kane. I'm only saying that because we did it last. I know. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just I saw. I sort of. I sort of did think that coming on, like actually, like. I yeah, you fold. I feel like the average length of podcast not nearly two hours, but like this is like a simplistic animation that's aimed at kids. It's, you know, there's only so much you can discuss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's fine. That, that's sometimes all you want, right. isn't it? Yeah. No, Jack, it's completely unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Orson Welles. What would he, what would he have done if he was given the reins to flushed away? That would have been interesting. But next next time you come on, Barry, you're gonna have to pick a, a film for adults. Actual yeah, movie. I think I think I might. It's not the Yemen one. So I, no, yeah. I think I might recommend the yeah, other one. That that the, I think I might recommend Remember the Titans because that's based on a true story and it's um that's about oh uh, yeah that's about Denzel. the racial divide and it, yeah it's oh, a right. really, that that's a really good. Been very topical at the minute. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I think I might recommend that one for my next juncture. All right then. Cool. Mm. Look forward to that. Uh, right. Yeah, well, if, if uh, no one's got any other points they want to bring up about uh, about flushed away, no, no, it's a truly great film. There you go. <laughs> well, all it needs all it needs to be said, isn't it? Um, <laughs> all right. Well then, um, let's give our favourite scenes. What was everyone's favourite scene of flushed away? Mm. Favourite scene. Got to pick just one. <laughs> I know, Barry. Try and try and narrow it down. Jeez, it's got to be the flag scene for me. It's yeah. not even a really scene; it's just a line. I think it's, but it's so funny. Okay, yeah, that's, cool. That's fair enough. Has anyone else got one? The last um, scene. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I enjoy. I, I'm going to go with the beginning, the first scene. Um, when they've just gone on holiday, um, and he jumps out of his cage, and he's sort of that when you fell asleep rallying the tr- <laughs> oh, there was a bit of a montage wasn't there where he was dancing around and yeah very Toy Story-esque I felt yeah um, mm. so yeah although the toys didn't come to life uh, so yeah I I w- will go with that one okay <laughs> well I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with quite possibly the the most tense moment of this film um, <laughs> when the, what's the what's Ian McKellen's character called? The, the villainous toad. frog, Toad. Toad, wasn't it? Um, yeah. The, to- the oh. Toad. When he's got yeah. them, he's got the two of them um, in his fridge, ready to be pu- pour liquid nitrogen all over him. Um, and it's incredibly tense. And somehow she gets this hair hair clip and manages to pick the lock and get them out of there. And Ooh. somehow she gets this hair clip. I mean, the paper clip that was just in her pocket. 
yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And uh, very, very skillfully managed to get them out of there. And not only did they get them out, <laughs> did she get herself and and uh, Roddy out of there, but actually managed to get in. Uh, what was he called? Um, Spike and Whitey. 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 Yeah, managed to get them in there instead. So just a, a fantastic display of skill and uh, pretty, pretty tense. So I'll go for that. All right. Uh, Woody, you got yours? Yeah, probably, I don't know, would you call it the chase scene when um, they get on the, I think Barry was the talking wisps. about it before, when yeah. they get on the, yeah, the wisps and the, is that the, at that point where Bohemian Like You comes on and they're chasing yeah. around? The, yeah, I think so. that, that bit for me, was, I, I really enjoyed that bit. You enjoyed that bit or you enjoyed that song? No, that's, that whole scene, the whole, the whole chase scene was, was really okay. well done, I thought, yeah. Okay. Ducking right. and bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving. Okay, cool, fair enough. Uh, I'm struggling to decide on mine. Hmm. You can put end credits if you want, Richie. It's fine. <laughs> no, that's okay, I didn't watch them. Um, <laughs> um, oh, did you miss the mid-credits scene? You missed the credit scene, or mid-credits yeah. scene. What was the mid-credits scene? Uh, go on, when um, when Roddy... That's what you're all again to find out. Yeah. When um, the, old, the girl who owned Roddy comes home and... Uh, oh, hello, Roddy. Hello, Roddy. You were home. But um, Shane Ritchie sat there with his, <laughs> with his crisps everywhere and all his mucky paws and all that. And um, she's got a new cat. And the, that's it. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I did, I did see that, yeah, uh, and that's oh, my favourite you? scene. Yeah, that's your favourite. No, you didn't see it. Uh, okay, no, I did actually see it. Yeah, I did. All oh, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll go with that as my favourite scene. That's pretty good. Little cat. Okay. I like cats. <laughs> okay, uh, what are we going to give this film out of ten, everybody? <clears throat> don't all jump at once. Um... Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable, Jeff. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to give it a uh, six. That's unbelievable to you, Jack, really. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot fathom such a rating <laughs> from Joe. Yeah, Joe, I really, I really am surprised. Um, but I'm giving it a, yeah, 6.5. It's very close to what the IMDb rates it. Oh. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll hit it. I'll hit it with a two, unfortunately. Um, yeah, sorry, what well, wasn't a fan. Come on, then. Uh, I, think I'll, I think I'll go for a six. Six for six. me. All right. I think ten out of ten for Barry, surely. No, nah, it's not ten out of ten. But like, That's gotta be bonus. <laughs> I mean, it's, I sort of agree. I do sort of agree with Jack. Like, maybe a seven. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a seven. Okay. Fair enough. Add that yep. with Joe's, and you got yourself a ten. <laughs> <laughs> all right um well let's move on shall we all right well a uh, bit, bit of news for you now um now normally i really don't like to bring up uh politics on this show i just uh, i don't think this is the place for it i think we like to uh be more of a form of escapism from that um however they have moved in on our territory uh and um, so we are going to have a bit of a discussion around um, the recent um, 
removal of certain television televisual programming from uh, streaming services such as BBC and Netflix and a number of others. I don't have all the figures in front of me. Um, uh, but uh, some of these included uh, Little Britain and uh, Faulty Towers. And the, here's the one that gets me, The Inbetweeners. That's yeah, the one, I, one that I really didn't know about I that. Do, do not understand at all. I, I don't understand the others, to be honest with you. Well, I understand one of them a little bit, but not really. Um, uh, so, yeah. They, they, comply they, with me. And comply with me, yeah. They, so they, the, the reason that... Uh, Little Britain and Comply With Me uh, is being removed is uh, because of the use of blackface in the uh, in the things, um, which is uh, something that's always an uphill battle for me anyway. But um, and uh, but when it comes to Faulty Towers, um, that one was <laughs> that one was removed simply because of uh, use of the word nigger uh, in uh, in the show. Could I just jump in here because I didn't realise, um, and I heard, I heard about um, Faulty Towers the other day, and then I was listening to another podcast, and I can't remember, um, and they were talking about this um, being Faulty Towers, mm-hmm. and apparently, now, and I believe this is right, UK TV took that episode off because it did have that word in, and they've said when they edit it they're going to re-edit the episode so they take that out mm. and then they're going to re-upload it mm. and apparently they did that with the B- they've done that whenever it's been on bbc or on iplayer in the past i remember them doing it once i remember them doing it once in the past and i remember right. there being a huge uproar about it and then they they showed it the next week in its entirety um, oh, right okay i didn't know that i just I, think... I, ju- I just heard this on this this podcast earlier on and i thought oh okay that um i get i, I get that um personally i understand it um uh you know but to okay. just remove it and take the whole you know episode off and not upload re-upload it i do think that would be that wouldn't be fair um, no well i th- i just um well personally uh i i don't i i think it's completely uh against any sort of logic to be honest in that particular instance um and just kind of shows a lack of understanding of of what the comedy even is in it um it's 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 just kind of it's this completely uh unashamed just just taking it away because it has a word in that everyone is mindlessly afraid of um uh, just, just for that reason only. Despite the fact that the that the entire joke in the show is on the major who is saying it, and um, dismissing him as an old racist. So I don't mm. really get. So I don't really get the logic in uh, in disparaging it. I don't yeah. Know has any other thoughts on that? I think I think that's probably fair. I think I think that. that... I agree that it's it's quite ridiculous, really, and it's it's. I understand, um, you know, why people perhaps are offended by some of the language used in older shows. You know, outdated language and outdated um, ideals and views that people had back. I mean, when was Faulty Tower? That's like must be a while ago. Last century. 
Very old, old, didn't it? 70s. So was 70s? It? Yeah, was it 70s? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I the exact. But people have, pe when you watch a show that's sort of that old, and there's got to be some level of understanding that it is a, it is a TV show of its age and of and and times move fast and and just because it was acceptable back then, watching it now doesn't mean I agree with what they're saying, does it? Um, well, it's a different argument, really. Um, yeah, that's that's. I mean, yes, that's one thing that I think is true. Um, but I mean, in this instance in particular, I, I would say, like for me personally, it is something I, I would agree with what they're saying because what they're saying is this person is racist and therefore not to be listened to. Oh yeah, yeah. That's in that example, but but just more broadly. Well, more um, broadly, there's things like uh, the, the the Looney Tunes. Uh, I think it was, and in really old Looney Tunes stuff, they they have really kind of unashamed like racial uh, it's like stereotypes yeah and that 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 is kind of offensive and and like like the minstrel shows like that's a mm -hmm. type of i i mean it's a very I, I have a very um unpopular opinion on on the subject of, of uh blackface uh quotes um that one is a very offensive uh version of it and it, and it's, it's unashamedly so and even then, they like the Warner Brothers or whatever. I don't know when they did it, but they just they, all they did was stuck a message on, on before the show saying, um, "We're showing this in its entirety," um, you know. And I can't remember what the message was exactly, but it was basically saying, you know, it is of its time, and something yeah. like that. It is not something that that is, um, you know, seen as agreed as as. Uh, a good way to behave from us now. Mm. Yeah, a way of addressing it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with maybe putting a little, you know, warning. Like, like, like sometimes you get at the start of films, it'll say this contains, you know, violence, very, very strong language, and I don't know what the phrase could be for perhaps outdated racial slurs, but perhaps something like that would be more appropriate. I, I, maybe in in but in. Things like that, yeah. But I, d I don't agree with it as something for the Faulty Towers one. No, and I think I think I think one of the biggest things about it is it, it's like a panic reaction because obviously at the moment it's it's incredibly. Um... It's a soulless company responding to social issues on Twitter and you know trying not to get cancelled. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 very topical at the moment. It's it's you know it's a huge. It's not something they actually care about. It's not like they've really thought about it and gone through it and and put a lot of care into the decision. And it's just it's a panic reaction, and also it's not really the point of the wider protests that are going on. And it's no, it's, it's distracting of, from it. If anything, it, it's distracting from the much larger issue, which is you know discriminating against people. And really, the focus is all about giving everyone the same opportunities and this is just yeah just a distraction and also quite trivial when you look at the bigger picture there's so many more important things to be focusing our attention on and all of a sudden um all the headlines are about these tv shows you know that really is just i think it's a panic reaction and i think now i've, I've seen that some of them have been put back on to certain platforms with added oh, really? warnings and yeah, I think I think I think um, the Faulty Towers episode is now back on there. 
Um, does does anyone know what the in betweeners one was about? Because I don't I don't even know what. I've got no what, idea. What is, no, I've got, what is there even in that? I've got no idea. I think it was Woody that said, "Woody, do you know about the in betweeners?" Because um, I I didn't even I've not even read about that one. Yeah, it was, um, one of the episodes was um, when he had a French when I think it was Simon had a French guy. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, really the French. Guy said he hates he hates he hates Arabs. That was, yeah, they literally call him line. racist in that episode. Yeah, like, yeah what does it, it? I think I mean Neil. One, well, not Neil. It was, I, I think it must have been one of them said after he said the line in French. Um, I, oh, he's just a bloody he's a bloody racist. That like, literally the next. Right, yeah, they call him out for it instantly, don't they? Yeah, instantly as we sat around the, the dinner table. Yeah, and like a kitchen table thing. Um, but I think with with in between us, I think they are they're coming back or they they haven't gone fully. They've just gone off mm. YouTube or something. have gone. It's only YouTube that we've gone off. Right. I don't know if that's to do with BritBox. I could deal with BritBox in terms of mm. they're all moving them on there or something. I don't know, but that's um, a that's a particularly sloppy and stupid one though, and just just shows the the true lack of real care for the for the issue. I think. Yeah. Um, altogether. Something like that just is like t- more tokenism than anything else, really. Mm. It's not... It's not it's um, more dangerous. Say that uh, again, Barry. You cut out of it. Uh, sorry, I, th- I said it's a bit more dangerous doing that in a way as well because then you set precedent and everyone yeah, else stops. Exactly. Yes, I agree. I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And if, you, if you're doing it... Like, the in-between is one and like it's, just, it's one... It's like a throwaway line. It's not even... Like Richie, was it Richie? You said that yeah, the joke isn't yeah. even on the, the 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 word that we're getting rid of isn't even. Yeah, the joke. it's not. I I can't imagine a single person watched the in betweeners saw Patrice, the French exchange student, say, "I hate Arabs," and went, "Ha ha ha! Yes, I do too. I fucking hate Arabs. They're the worst." Yeah, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> doing that. If I remember right, even in that episode, they portray him as an absolute arsehole as well. Yeah, 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 they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing redeemable about him in that whole episode. <laughs> yeah, he's he's horrible throughout the whole the whole episode. Yeah, that's the weirdest. That's got to be the weirdest one. Especially yeah. the, the what doesn't make sense to me is, um, you know, Netflix are part of this and they've taken off Little Britain for their blackface, but they they've and not taken off as well. and comply with me. Sorry, I keep forgetting that one. Um, but you know they've not taken away it's always sunny in Philadelphia and that episode um, and that has an episode with blackface <laughs> in it um, so and you can't really uh, you could easy, you could make the argument you know that that episode is using blackface as a way to for the for, for the makers of the show to say blackface is not right but that kind of still goes against everything they've been doing because that that's the same argument can be made for Faulty Towers and the Inbetweeners. So what is it that they actually want? Because they're, they're just being completely inconsistent. Yeah, I think it's just probably like everyone said, it's just a knee-jerk reaction because I feel like I'm not... This can be interpreted wrongly if, it, if I don't word it, if I don't phrase it correctly, but I feel like a lot of the... Some of the criticism that perhaps the uh, supporters of BLM are making, um, to me, like I'm not an expert in these matters at all. Like just just on the on the face of it, I've 
read a few news articles on it, but like, uh, it just seems to be if, if anyone shows the slightest amount of fallibility in, you know, oh, you've not been PC 100% all the time. And I think mm-hmm. you someone from the 1970s or like Winston Churchill, like, yeah, he's an old bloke when the World War was on. You can't blame yeah. him for the odd thing or two, but. It's probably uh, arguably one of the most important men in this country's history. It's basically the thought police at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to know actually what your thoughts on the Little Britain Come Fly With Me thing are, because I feel like I might I might actually be in the minority on that. I think with... Pardon um, the pan? <laughs> on, that, uh, <laughs> on that one. Um, I didn't even get I, that. You know what? I was... Um, <laughs> I've I'd not seen. I think I mentioned this a couple of months back when we first got into lockdown about Little Britain. Um, I'd never really watched it until a couple of months back. I've only watched like one season of it, to be honest. Yeah, well, I've got. Um, I have. I've had BritBox, and then typical fashion, you get BritBox, and then they put it on Netflix or whatever, or you know. And that was it. I got BritBox, and then when lockdown happened, they put they started putting everything on BritBox back on iPlayer. Um, but anyway, um, Little Britain. Um, I've only what, yeah, I've only watched about sort of a first season, and then obviously they've taken it down. I feel like what they they've done is they came out, and all these companies have posted things saying, you know, we don't condone blah 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 blah, and we support Black Lives Matter, which is fine, absolutely. And then people have turned around and gone, well, hang on a minute, then, what are you going to do about this show? What are you going to do about that? Show? Did people complain? Did people well, say I that? And complain I, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming that's what's happened because you. I don't know. You can't. You can't. Or there's got to be a debate. Or there's got to be a discussion, and they have got. They've got to have an argument to come back at and say, well, look, we accept, and you know, we we support this movement, and we don't condone racism. <laughs> and then, but... and 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 then, you. Well, what do you do with Little Britain? What do you do? Come fly with me. What, you don't. You don't do anything with them because they're not racist. Well, it's yeah, pretty. It's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, but, but Richie, unfortunately, that isn't a popular opinion, is it? No, it isn't. You know, and and unfortunately, they and trust me. I I, I love come fly with me. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. Right. I I would watch that, and and I have done. I've watched it over and over and over again. Yeah, I love it. Um, and and you know, I always think to myself, "Oh, I wish they did another season of that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it's got to that point. And I I I agree. It's it's comedy, and it's it's they were created at a time that you wouldn't get away with now. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago. It was it wasn't that long ago. Everything's everything's really ramped up. It wasn't it mm. wasn't that long ago, but they wouldn't. You couldn't, you couldn't get, you couldn't get away with doing that now. Um, and well, I, th- I think that's only true, literally, just because of what's maybe like what's just happened in the last couple of weeks. I, no, I don't think so. I, 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 I think so. The, the I, always sun, the always sunny thing in blackface that was only that was only like two years ago at most. Well, maybe maybe a couple of years, but I, I, I think just because the yeah, there would the the, there, years, there would still that. have been a lot of people loudly complaining about it, but I don't think anything like that would have happened or or would have stopped people from doing it if they maybe the comply with me and Little Britain thing is a bit different because they're it's, not they're yeah. not they're not outwardly saying something about racism in those, but that shouldn't be that shouldn't be necessary for it to be not racist. 
Yeah. It's, the fact of the matter is they're not discriminating or insulting any large group of, well, apart from British people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, them, and maybe, yeah, just their, yeah. their own culture. Just because think, some I, of the characters that they portray are black, they also make fun of and insult a lot of other people. But they're not just making fun of a, raci- a racial group of people. I know, no. I know. Yeah. I, I think it's an Egypt reaction, and for me, that's sort of the, that's that's sort of the most frustrating thing is that it's just a distraction from the much larger issue. We shouldn't be talking about oh, oh, little Britain's got one scene where this happens. Yeah. There's much bigger things going on in the world. And now People we're adding are, to it. We're Have adding to it. I, I know, but that's my, that's my point almost. Yeah. Um, and I've, got, I've just been looking, actually, and there's quite a good quote here from, from someone arguing for why these sorts of films and outdated stuff should be still available. Because one, one of the ones that's been taken off, I don't know which platform, is Gone With The Wind. And um, Oh, yeah. And I've got a quote here from... Jacqueline Stewart, and it says she's a professor of cinema studies at the Uni of Chicago. And she says that it's precisely because of the ongoing painful patterns of racial injustice and disregard for black lives that Gone with the Wind should stay in circulation and remain available for analysis and discussion. Um, because it, it reminds us of how far we've come almost. Um, yeah. and, it, and it allows debates like this to to still sort of be readily available and for people to look at this and think, oh my God, like, you know, that's just awful. And, and I mean, I've never seen Gone with the Wind, so I'm not entirely sure what the issue there is. No, I haven't but, either, actually. But I think that's a really good point and it's important to discuss these things. And I think by just hiding everything away and going, oh, you know, let's shove all this under the carpet, it's almost like yeah. ignoring it. And we know that just by hiding it, it's not solving the issue, is it? No. No, yeah, that's the other way to look at it. It's, uh, you, you, yeah, you can't, you can't just brush it all away and say, oh yeah, no, yeah. That, there was never any racism. That never happened. Exactly. Like, yeah, like yeah. what What good is that doing anyone? That's, it's, yeah. like cens- it's like censorship almost, isn't it? If you're going to start. It is, sen- it is censorship. I'm, I'm, and I'm doing that. I, I think I'm against most forms of censorship and yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's what it's even the same thing we're talking about with the, the faulty towers and the in betweeners thing. It's just like basically just washing away any semblance of anything. It's like, um, yeah, no, that there's like almost pretending that there's no such thing as racist people. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Weird. Mm. John Cleese did come out as well, didn't he, and say that if you can't if you can't offend certain groups of people or criticize them then there's humor's just not isn't the thing anymore humor's gone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think he's right yeah mm-hmm. um, i don't know if you guys saw it i don't know if it probably still is but um a while ago on netflix there was um comedian dave Chappelle. yeah and if yeah. you guys watched him yeah. like one yeah. of the things he has uh he has this rant um and it's uh a, he made a joke i think it was I can't really remember the specifics, but uh, it was sort of geared towards uh, Chinese and Asian people. And he was basically just dropping like this little quip um, to this uh, uh, person's partner. 
And then the, the actual person got really, really offended. And she was like, blah, 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 you're a racist. What, in or... the audience, Buzz? Yeah, yeah. So he kind of like, you know how, you know how like all comedians kind of like grill someone from? Mm, yeah. These, pe- these people are just, you know, their number was up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like having it. He was like just making like these little quips to um, the male partner. And it was an Asian woman that was the, um, the male's partner. And apparently like she kicks off um screamed out the like throughout the venue like you're racist da 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 you against chinese people and then he kind of went well what that daft bitch didn't realize is that i'm actually married to someone who's a single, uh, single like that it's like you've got to take it in context and also realize it's yeah. a joke not yeah. generally meant to go this kind of people is inferior yeah true it's mm. got to take it in context and yeah the other thing about this that i just it's, 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 yeah i agree um, but the other thing about this that it's just so hard to kind of wrap your head around sometimes is that, um, you know, we, we're talking about it as though the people that make, that make this, this really loud noise about it on social media, that they're the kind of the majority that, that feel that way about it. And I'm not sure that that's necessarily the case. It's just that they're the loudest. Yeah. You should try about yeah. social media. Try about yeah. social media. It's, it's, not, it's not just this aspect. Yeah. It's... It's, um, it's, it's anything. It's everything. Sport, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can- cancel culture is you know, just you, cancerous. Yeah, you go, on, you, you go on Twitter during a general election, you'd think the general election would go a completely different way. That's a good point. You go on it and, and, and look at all sorts. Like you say, sport. You know, reviews of, of films. Re- you, you know, anything. And you look, you we, look we said before media, as well. And it's just it's completely different to reality. Yeah, most of the time. Wait, wasn't there a film? What was that? Have, have we reviewed it? I remember there was. Yeah, it was flushed away. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a film recently that came out and it was like loads of people on Twitter were saying, "Do not watch it." It's we're actually. Joker. Was it Joker? Oh, it was Joker. It was Joker. It was Joker. That was it because because they were glo- he was they were glorifying abuse or violence <laughs> or something. Um, <laughs> And yeah. there was actually there was actually a huge campaign like boycott Joker, do not see Joker, and yeah, yeah it's that culture that Richie was talking about and social media. Yeah, I have to say, Jack, uh, you know how I've always kind of been the one that said, uh, you know, the internet's not not that bad. Well, <laughs> I've completely changed my mind on that, and the internet's the fucking worst. I hate it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I honestly, I think about deleting my Facebook and, and Twitter account every single fucking day. Yeah. yeah. You keep yeah. the Facebook, Richie, for the delights of Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. I keep, I keep them because they're like the, the only place I get my like sources of anything going on. And my memes, of course. Um, <laughs> that's the main reason, really. I've um, got to, I agree, like. There's so much bollocks that you find on it. It's oh, yeah. It's people's opinion that half the time's uneducated and it's not even research. Mm. Like, like, yeah. I Twitter. Like, when you guys are saying, oh, how can you not sit in this film cast? Because you were well, always active on Twitter. It's because I deleted my Twitter in 2014, I think. Mm. Right. All right. Yeah. Good move. <laughs> Just putting a piece out there for the rest of the film night crew. <laughs> but for those, but, but for those, for those listening who are still on Twitter, please feel free to follow us. <laughs> yeah, we're not racist. Yeah, we're not. We're not. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that. That's oh, Rich, that's just reminded me, Richie. Actually, 
Um, someone, it, it was it was a joke, but um, an Irish person, so it was replying um, to basically have a BBC put a statement on, out about faulty towers, hmm. or it might have been John Cleese um, himself tweeted saying it was a ridiculous decision, whatever. Irish guy replies saying, um, in, in that case, please, can you remove the Alan Partridge episode where he takes a mickey out of Irish people? <laughs> you know, when he, so, when yeah, he invites he, him to breakfast and... Talks about the famine. Yeah, it talks oh, about yeah, the famine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's a good point. Either it's all okay or none of it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he it, it was, it was taking a piss, but I mean, that is... The thing is, that's, it, some people actually believe that and this is it's we're just finding little things and then just going with it aren't they and just yeah getting rid of one thing like it's like literally last week is every day there's a different show but it got wiped yeah <laughs> we've, got, you know, we've all got to be finding things to do in lockdown haven't we christ <laughs> yeah well. but it's been going on before lockdown this sort of thing and like this whole cancel mm. culture is just yeah yeah shite, isn't it? agree I, I detest it really yeah. yeah, I think that said they were going to do that Friends episode. You know the one where Ross goes, oh. Ivy goes dreadfully wrong. It's like not, it's not even anything to do with race. It's just where Ross does what? God wrong. Um, I can't. I don't really remember. I just it flashed past on my Facebook. Um, the there's an episode where Ross tries to get a fake tan or something to look good for a day. Oh, oh my god! god. Don't tell me that. And it, 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 and it, it just goes it, darker than he wanted to. Oh my yeah, god! It, yeah, it just goes like maple color instead of like looking mm. like a tan person. Racist! And all of a sudden, you know, that's instantly. I don't know, well, well, that's, a, well, that's, that's hilarious. One. They've just made it racist. They, like that's just they've just made it racist by doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, fuck? yeah. But that's another one. People, have, there's so much backlash against friends because of its. All six of them are white, and they're like hating on Friends because of this. Yes, they're the only show in which the main cast is white. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just tiresome. And uh... I mean, look at the film night podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just how it goes. <laughs> Sometimes you're from Lytham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. We'll resume with our completely unbiased, non-political ways from now on. <laughs> Um, well, let's move on to things that we've watched this week, shall we? Has anyone got anything that they watched recent, uh, recently? Well, we, well, would we, I know there's something that we've both watched that maybe we can tie in together to sort of tick it off, and that's The Last Dance. Mm. Okay. Um, which is on Netflix, a 10-part documentary series about uh, the Chicago Bulls of the late 80s into the 90s. Um, what you know, they were... Oh, have you watched it, Barry? You've yeah, seen yeah. it, Baz. Yeah, it's really you know, good. It's great. And then it? It's really well made, really fascinating. I didn't didn't know anything about the team. Obviously, I know who Michael Jordan is, but I, I couldn't have told you. Couldn't have who? told you how he. <laughs> couldn't have told you how he started out and <laughs> how he came up. And um, it's it's brilliant. And yeah, he played with that rabbit, right? Yes, he's not film <laughs> Space Jam. That's what he's best known for. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, let's just open it. To, if, we, if a few of us have seen it, then, lads, what do you think? I loved it. Well, go, uh, on, okay. go on then, Woody. What are your thoughts? Well, I've, I've seen it. And um, I, yeah, I agree with Jack. I thought he's, I thought he's pretty good. Um, for me, 
it started off brilliantly and then just sort of filtered out a bit towards the end. Ten, ten parts is, it sounds a lot, but it could have been even more because the story is just... Is it how long each one? Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, yeah, just off. under, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. But it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's a fascinating story. Um, and you don't, you you don't have to know anything about basketball. Was, but, no, so I, I went into it not... Didn't really give a shit about basketball. Never been that bothered. Never really appealed to me. Thought it was more American rubbish, to be honest. Um, f- football and baseball. And <laughs> so I wasn't really bothered. But obviously just knew who Michael Jordan was, like, like Clarky had said. Um, we came out of the other side really into it, really like basketball now. Uh, for, for, a, for a novice, it, it's a really good documentary. Um, and it gives you great insight. And the footage is brilliant that we get. Um, yeah, the archive footage was really good. Yeah, and reading around, a lot of it's never before seen as well. So I think some of the proper basketball noses were creaming the pants over it because it's all it's all really rare footage. Um, the main problem I had was, especially towards the end, it, it's basically Michael Jordan propaganda at most points because it's him defending himself because of his conduct and. There's, there's some I, I real... don't know anything about that. He, he was just very... He was, a, he was a winner and he was very demanding of his teammates and the, sometimes he, he might have had a fight in training. Um, yeah, but you see it with a lot of the top sportsmen when they've got this drive just to win at all costs mentality. Mm. Um, That's how they get there, I guess. The, some of the scraps, like some of the instances he has with Steve Kerr in training, for example, is Steve Kerr's says, well, Steve Kerr doesn't give his side of it, we just give Michael Jordan's side and then we move on to the next game. And it's kind of like, well... Yeah. Missed opportunity. You need balance, I think. Um, yeah. So, there's other people, apart from Michael Jordan, who I thought were, were more interesting. Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman especially. Dennis Pippen. Rodman, what a character he is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he could have had his own series. Yeah. His own, really. Yeah. He's such a character, yeah. Um, so if I were them and I think Jer- I think um, Jerry Krause was the worst part of it he's the manager of the general manager of the team um, they just said painting him as a baddie and yeah he was dead. slaughtered poor guy's mm. dead and he you know he's, he can't he can't answer to he can't give his answer back or anything like that um, mm. and I've, I've done some reading up about it since and some articles on ESPN and they've said that it wasn't like that. But Michael Jordan needed Jerry Krause, and he needed that relationship where um, it's hard to explain without sort of ruining it. But um, it was just like the, the, the owner, well, the manager who was kind of trying to change the team every year, trying to freshen it up and cut costs, that kind of thing. Hmm. But Michael Jordan needed that foil. If you sort of read up on it and at the time, it wasn't. It's not how it's portrayed in the documentary. But that aspect doesn't, for me, didn't ruin the experience. I thought it was brilliant. What do you think yeah. of it, Baz? Do you, do you enjoy it as well? Yeah, so I'm the same. I came to it as a complete novice. Uh, I didn't really, I don't really know the rules of basketball. I've never really followed it. Uh, but yeah, it's really, it's definitely a story about the high flyers of the team. It's really quite engaging. Like, you can't believe, like, I'm... Obviously, like, I'm quite into my rowing and just kind of like getting an appreciation for what sporting life can be like. 
and you also um you must get to realize the amount of like the testing and uh, this the scrutiny you get put under and the way you've got to behave basically yeah. you've got to be fallible and the stuff that the they press. were getting oh back God. in there yeah he's like that uh was it Dennis, uh, rodman De- yeah, Dennis spe- rodman. yeah yeah going off and like you know absolutely hammered in vegas and then coming back and just like smashing it in the game which is like still pretty incredible but like yeah, you can get away with that uh, these days. So I think it's a great comparison. And I feel like the other thing you get is because, like, just at that time, like they were starting to film games and things like that. A lot of things where you hear, like, um, I don't know, like a big sporting successes that happened back in um, the 20th century. Like, you don't always get all the game footage, but like everything they were talking about, like all these amazing shots that she had, like footage of it, and you could see it. Yeah, yeah. I, it, that really helps it. Uh, yeah, it, just, it brought the game alive, but I, I think it's already said that it's kind of like, it is a story tonight for Jordan. Really? And he, yeah, you he, he definitely get to learn a bit more about him, and he's definitely an interesting character, I think. Mm. You, get, okay. you, you get the feel of like how hard it would be to be his teammate. Yeah. 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 And that, that's what I wanted them to press on a bit more. I mean, I, I did read somewhere, but apparently, that Michael Jordan was an exec producer but he was uncredited oh right so yeah well it wouldn't surprise me yeah (laughs) yeah but he sort of says well why shows have done it why you've sort of biased towards him but Hmm. um yeah it's funny isn't it because all all three of us there have all said that we're not really asked about basketball but we've all come out the other side and really like it and really enjoyed it so what so are you going to start following the Chicago Bulls then uh no but I'm no, but my favourite team is Steve Kerr's team, which he manages cause, only because okay. they called the Golden do, do, State. Do you know the names? Okay. Oh, the Golden <laughs> States. Golden States. Yeah, that's just a pretty good team to follow. Golden, uh, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, that's my team now. Oh, now like, St- uh, St- Steve Kerr was my favourite guy from the documentary, so I thought I'd see what he's doing, and he's their manager now. So. Oh, Woody, he's like the only white guy in it. You're just racist. <laughs> do you know why I, like Steve why I like Steve Kerr? Why I like Steve Kerr is he, he was the quote-unquote smallest guy yeah I mean, he's still six foot one but um but that's, t- still that's tiny massive, Brendan, but he's yeah. like the smallest guy but that's what they were saying in it they were saying that he's yeah he's absolutely tiny for the nba but he, he made a great career and all that so that's why I, that's why i liked him bit of an underdog yeah yeah my favorite yeah. the alaska aces fyi the who you are the alaska aces <laughs> yeah. Is that actually a team? Yeah, I've just looked it up. <laughs> so I feel like the basketball team was for Alaska. <laughs> there you go. Learning point for the day. Yeah, oh dear. Yeah, but but um, I wouldn't be put off because it's like like we've just said there. None of us, you know, were basketball fans or knew a lot about it. But um. I think you'd get a lot out of it. Um, and it is 10 episodes and I know it sounds like a lot and they're all like an hour, but you can see fly through them and they're all pretty, pretty interesting. And, um, flew by for me. Yeah. It, it's really well put together, edited. Well, it's, it's, la, la, it's archive footage is brilliant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was it. Um, so I wanted to bring that up and I'll just quickly, because it's sort of on the same, um, line is another sporting documentary that Woody's already spoken about but I will just say that I've watched season one of Sunderland Till I Die which is a fly on the wall uh-huh. documentary about 
Sunderland Football Club, um, charting yep. their charting their fall down from Premier League to League One. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, to talk about this. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just wanted to echo what he said and, and say that it's brilliant and do not be put off because they actually explain every little detail. So um, they'll explain what the transfer window is and they'll explain it for people who perhaps wouldn't know. Um, so anyone can literally dive in. And yes, it's about a football team, but it's just a documentary following um, this group of people and they could be anything. Do they explain really. what offside means? <laughs> they, don't, they don't explain what offside means, Richie, no. Mm-hmm. Um, no, then. But yeah, it's brilliant and it's, it's very well made. And uh, yeah, I would not be put off at all just because you're not a football fan. Mm. Right. Um, I, I've, um, I started watching it again as well. Yeah. Um, oh. And I remember originally saying that um, you need to have a bit of background knowledge, but I completely disagree with what I said because it, it does explain everything, doesn't it, Clarky? It explains everything, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, cool. And it, ju- and it just shows how difficult, because one, one of the key characters in season one, I've, I've not started the second season, but um, the chief executive is one of the main characters who talks to the camera and we follow him around. <laughs> Um, this Scottish guy called Martin Bain. And um, it just sort of shows how, because the owner, Ellis Short, the owner of the club is called Ellis Short, who's this like multi, multi millionaire, probably billionaire, I'm not sure. Um, but he's, he did initially put a lot of money into the club, like brand new, massive stadium, and all the rest of it. But he's got to a point where he didn't want to put any more money, money into the club. Um, and his decision to stop that just, it just sort of shows how how much of an uphill battle it is for, for the chief exec to get players in, to attract players to the club, um, to basically do anything. It's just made so much harder with the lack of funding. And it highlights how important money is in football. I mean, we all know it's all about money these days, but it just shows how, if you're a football club with with an owner who doesn't really want to invest in your club, as Woody will, <laughs> as Woody will attest as a Blackpool fan... Um, Hmm. Life is extremely, extremely difficult. So it's quite interesting from that side of it as well. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Anyone else want to pitch in with something they've seen? Well, I've seen that you've you've seen something quite noteworthy recently, Jack. Uh, yeah, go on. 2001: A Space Odyssey, and that's the first yes. time first time watch for you, isn't it? It is a first time watch. Um, I'm not sure how it's a first time watch, but it is. Um, and it's just... It's what were you I'm, expecting? Oh, I don't really know, to be honest, because all I, I've heard of... I, I knew it was regarded as, you know, a pioneering film, and I knew that the special effects and, and the way that Stanley Kubrick has filmed a lot of it was incredibly, um, yeah, pioneering, and nothing like it was, was ever seen before, and I... I having watched it can completely understand why it is held on that mm. pedestal because it was it was breathtaking it was it was a beautiful thing to watch and late 60s i think wasn't it yeah from, right around from, the time of the moon landing hmm. <laughs> oh yeah 68 wasn't it yeah i think i think it was 68 it came out the year before pretty suspicious 69 jack do you not remember anything from the quiz <laughs> no, I said no. I said nineteen sixty-eight. I think was two thousand and one, um, oh, right. and the following year was the moon landing. I think I'm right in saying that. 
I, I gave it four and a half just because my mind was a bit mashed by the end of it. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a lot of quite deep sort of ideas, you know, ar around existentialism and, um, you know, there's, it starts off with this tribe of apes um, and the way it ends, obviously I'm not going to go into it, but it, it's, it really is quite a sort of what the hell moment when it ends. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to rewatch it before I pushed it up to the inevitable five, which it will get. Um, but just outstanding. And I can, I can, I can completely see why it is so highly regarded and it's a work of art in many ways. It's, yeah, it's, definitely. I mean, those shots, that's, that it's, it's really disorientating actually. There's so many shots. There's, there's a sequence where he's running, you know, he, the astronaut is jogging around the, the inside of the spaceship and um, the way they've shot it. It's like, the, I, was, I was reading about how they filmed it and they filmed it and they actually built this huge like um, centrifuge thing which actually moved um, and he's sort of running upside down and and then there's a waitress that walks upside down on the ceiling to deliver the space food or whatever it is to them. Mm. Um, and, and the relationship with HAL 9000, very creepy and quite disturbing. And it's all, you know, I think most listeners will have seen the film, but for me as a first time watch, it was, yeah, breathtaking. And it will definitely go up to the full five, but it was just quite a lot to take in. Yeah. And I mean, maybe you'll struggle to remember back to your first viewing, but do you think you had a similar experience where it was like, Def what the hell? No, definitely. I've only seen it once. Um, oh, oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's definitely the experience I had from it. I was not expecting yeah. uh, what, what actually ha what happened at all. Um, yeah. And is that out of this world. Hmm. I mean, that, that final sequence where he's in that bedroom, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, Woody, what, I think you've seen it a few times, haven't you? Yeah, twice, twice. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I just, I just don't know why, but I just assumed you'd all seen it quite a few times. Um, so I'm sure it's, there's not many people that you can just pop that one on over and over again, can you? Well, that's, that's sort of it, isn't it? It's very, maybe heavy going isn't the word, but it's... It's an intense watch. And the lack of dialogue, it's, there's, there's, there's hardly any dialogue, and it's all just... Um, he, he didn't use a score, did he? It was, he just, I read that a score was written, um, but then he binned it and decided not to use the score and he decided to just use, you know, this, this, these famous excerpts from classical orchestral music. Right. Um, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. That's... Um, so yeah, Pepster, have you ever seen 2001? I haven't, no. I can't say that I have. I will give it a watch though. I'll put it on my watch list. More than yeah. 19 minutes. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Barry, have you ever seen it? I haven't, no. Yeah. It's, uh, it is intense, but... It's an experience. Worth, it's an experience and it's worth watching because... It's brilliant. Brilliant. You know, when, when people talk about best films ever, it's always in the conversation. Yeah. But mm, I've spoken yeah. for a while now. So. Someone else pitched in. What, what have you all watched? Well, I can, I guess, quickly say... Um, I went through the entire Alien series, and uh, oh yeah, I've been following this <laughs> on Letterbox. Yeah, 
Um, we're kind of uh, we're kind of at the moment we're going through all the DVDs that I own but have not watched and trying to actually watch them. Nice idea. Yeah. Um, because I've just had so many in there now that I've just not watched for a really long time. Um, and so, yeah, I've seen the I'd seen the first Alien film before, but I'd never seen uh, the rest apart from. Prometheus and Alien Covenant, so we're not including, <laughs> we're not including that. I'm not watching those that those pieces of shit again. With, with Fassie, was, was Fassie yeah. in Covenant? Yeah, 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 he was. Um, and uh, yeah, start off pretty well with Aliens. Um, really loved that. I, I think you could argue that uh, that the whole thing probably should have just stopped at Alien. <laughs> um, that, that it was it would would just worked pretty well as a self contained story. Um, but uh, no, the second one did actually add a lot and and expanded it quite a bit, and um, it's a very good film. I don't know if anyone, I assume, would you've seen it in a long time, but yeah, 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 I have. Um, obviously, first two are best by country mile, and it's all yeah, from there, really, isn't it? Yes, yes, that's, that's very true. Um, because yeah, I then I then watched Alien <laughs> Cubed, uh, and um. And, and no, that was not very good at all. Uh, not very good at all. And um, it was, <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, there's not really much to these films. Um, and you're kind of just remaking the same shit over and over again. Yeah, I get it. This alien's pretty, pretty tough and kills <laughs> And you, you're, you don't want to be stuck in a claustrophobic space with it. And then <laughs> guess what happens in every film? Uh, but so... I, they they established they established that it could the, the alien could be quite easily killed with gunfire in the second film, so um, so, <laughs> so they decided they better get rid of all their guns in the third one. Um, <laughs> just just as though they don't have a chance, um, and it was pretty pretty dull and uninteresting and, and uh, oh god good, the C, there was there was an awful use of CGI in the thing, it was just terrible. Mm. Um, so yeah, it made me feel very sorry for David Fincher um, that they did that to him. Oh yeah, God, yeah. Because I think he's like completely divorced himself from it and absolutely hated the result, <laughs> the result of it. Right. Um, which I'm glad about because it was pretty, pretty bad. Um, it had um, oh, what's his name, Charles Dance in it, and he was uh, uh, he looked really young in it which was surprising. It made me feel like the film was older than it was, but uh, no, I guess he's still like in his fifties. But uh, right. he, just, he just looks really young. <laughs> um, do you say how Sigourney Weaver? She's, yeah. she's doing her best, you know, she, <laughs> trying her best to carry the whole thing, um, but there's not too much she can do really. Mm. Um, she's a very good actress. Although I have to say for the next one, Alien Resurrection, she was not very good at all. She was awful. Mm. Um, and I, that 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 thing was just a, a huge piece of shit. Just no point in even bothering trying with that one. Just a, an absolute mess, and nothing remotely uh, fun going on in it at all. So don't bother with that one. I'm sure you all were not going to anyway. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my that was my alien experience. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, there's quite a few of them I've not seen. Like, I've seen the first one, but 
other than that, uh, obviously the later ones that we've reviewed. Oh, did we review them? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we watched it. We reviewed Alien Covenant. I've not actually seen Prometheus. Um, no. But I'm not, not bothered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but maybe, I don't even think I've seen the second one, so maybe I should get on that if that's also quite good. Yeah, one. yeah, it's a very good film, that one. Cool, cool. And anything else you've watched? Um, yeah, I don't want to take up loads of time, though. Um, I, I watched a few. I've watched a few old classics. I'm also w- watching a bunch of the Woody Allen films that I've also got on DVD. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and I think I've already talked about a couple of them, so I'm just kind of yeah. still making my way through those. They, they are surprisingly consistent. Well, not surprisingly, but they are consistently good. I was just say, saying surprisingly because you know there's so many of them, but I haven't come across one that I haven't enjoyed yet. Um, right. I've, so, I've seen his late his latest one um, with Timothy Chalamet. I think that's. That was released a week or two ago. Um, All right. Uh, it's called a, Ra- a Rainy Day in New York. I'm not sure what platform it's on. It might be on Sky. Um, but it was meant to come out on, it was an Amazon Studios collaboration. It was going to be out on Prime. Um, but I think a while ago it all kicked off again, didn't it, regarding people refusing to work with Woody Allen and all this stuff about his past. I don't really know. I don't know anything about it, but Amazon... I think he's sued. Is it, he is it just the thing about marrying his stepdaughter or whatever? Well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to say if it's just or that. Or ad- ad- adopted daughter. I don't know what else there is. If there's some He other. tried to... I think Amazon pulled, um, not their funding, but I think they said, right, we're not going sh- to release your film. So he tried to sue them and it all got a bit ugly. But um, Anyway, I've read that... I've seen a lot of negative reviews for that film. All right. Um, so when you get to his more latest films, I'd be interested to hear what you think. But I'm, as far as Woody Allen goes, I'm really uneducated. I don't think I've seen yeah, hardly any, any of his, if any, really. I can't think of anything. Um, but yeah. No, but he's, he's, they're, all, they're all great. They're all really good. So I would recommend them definitely. So far he's, from what I've he's seen. In, he's in a lot of them, isn't he? I think. Yeah, most of them, I think. Yeah. But even the ones he's not in. And... I suppose he's he's in the ones that are more comedic, but I have to say what it, what I was surprised about is that uh, I always just thought he was just a comedian, and so that was what he did. But he, he's done a fil- couple of films that I've watched so far that that weren't even comedies at all, mm-hmm. and those are still great. He does he's really he the thing he seems to be really good at is is building characters and 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 relationships at this mm-hmm. that are just so believable. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I'll see I'll see what I what I find if I. Uh, managed to see some of these newer ones because I haven't got those on DVD. But so is he? Is he quite I'll a good actor? Then? I'll definitely see them. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he when he's in them. I think he's more just does the comedic stuff when he's acting right. in them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's very funny and has great comedic timing. So I, mm. I don't I don't know necessarily if he's an amazing dramatic actor because I don't think he's done really no much of that. That's fair enough. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, um, but I think I'll probably leave it there for my stuff. That's probably mm. the most notable notable things. So has anyone else got any more stuff they want to bring up? Or, or I'm sure Woody's, Woody's got a few. Come on. Um, finished Better Call Saul ages ago now. Ooh, yeah, what do, you th- what do you think? Yeah, Absolutely brilliant. So good. Yeah. Um, I'm just... It's just annoying now that all the situation it's in with coronavirus and I don't know when this next series is going to come out now. Yeah. I want it now. Christ knows when we're going to film it. Yeah, no, it was. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know when we're going to film it or anything. So, 
Yeah, I definitely recommend uh, you too, and maybe Barry as well. If he doesn't already watch it, get on it. I, I never actually watched it. Actually, it, I, it's kind of something like I feel like. Is it as long as uh, Breaking Bad? As long. What do you mean as long? <laughs> seasons wise, as many seasons. Do you mean, do you mean is it as good as? <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. Is it is it still an hour an episode? Is it like twelve yes. seasons? Is it still like five seasons? Ten yes. in a season. Ten in a season. Hour uh, forty five minutes for each episode. Yes, it is now five seasons long. Oh god, no! I don't have the time to watch that. Well, <laughs> you should have started five years ago, then, Barry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I tried. Like I absolutely smashed um, Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, and that's like killed. It's better than Game of Thrones. I'll give you that. It's better than Game of Thrones. Yeah, but it's maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Bad. Maybe. Well, that is that is that is a hell of a question. Um, possibly. Really, possibly. I might have to give it a gander then. Yeah, I've been watching loads of little series actually. One I've watched um, not too long ago is one called Gallipoli, uh, which is really quite. Uh, uh, you know, it's gives you quite an insight as to what it was like into the disaster of World War... I'm going to say one. But <laughs> it gave you a really great insight, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was, no, this was a while ago, but yeah, it is World War One because that's because obviously when the disaster happened. But it's, uh, you follow an Anzac, um, and an Anzac is a... Hang on a minute. This, again, a while, a while ago when I watched it, uh, either Australian or New Zealand. I think it's, I'm going to go for Australian. Okay. Uh, through the campaign and it's I think it's really good because it kind of it shows you a bit about the war fighting stuff but it also kind of shows you a bit about like how the higher command elements were you know not that great at what was going on there's a media reporter that's there they're trying to like shut him up they're putting him like miles away um, on different islands like really trying to get rid of him so that the real story doesn't come back to Britain uh, it also shows like the boredom of war it also shows you like how the because uh, we're fighting the Turks at the time, how they how they all underwent the, uh, similar circumstances, and they actually were like being kind of friendly to each other, like they were tossing stuff over the trenches, like little notes and stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, it just shows you like all the different. I think it gives you a really good perspective of what it's like to be there. I thought I thought that was quite well done. Sounds pretty interesting. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's probably sort of, I just wanted to bring up something that's probably like a bit but different to what. Like all these things that you've been mentioning so far, yeah, 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 absolutely. Is that what you did when you were picking the film as well for us to review? <laughs> well, I've got some coffee. Cool <laughs> oh, cool! No, yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, any others or anyone? Perhaps just seen anything? Um. Yeah. How I finished. Uh, I watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Oh yeah, I saw this as well. Um, oh yeah, go on YouTube. Which was very enlightening. Oh yeah, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, Woody, Woody was just like watching miserable documentary after miserable documentary for. A yeah, few you watched days. like three things in a row that was incredible. Oh, yeah. I was just like, "Fucking hell, are you trying to? Are you about to kill yourself or something?" I did have a bit of an existential crisis last weekend. <laughs> It's that there questioning the point of the meaning of all this and why am I here? <laughs> you got to that point of lockdown. I did, I did, I did Jeffrey Epstein, followed by the 13th, which yeah. everyone should watch. Is that Ever. good? I've seen that advertised. Brilliant. Brilliant. Ava DuVernay, yeah. 
And if you want something, if you just want to be informed about the whole thing, as we were sort of discussing earlier about mm. sort of black people in America, just watch it. Just watch yeah. it, and it's really informative, really accessible, very well made, but depressed, like really sad and bleak and horrible. Heavy. Um, <laughs> And then it was the, the other one is a the story of plastic and how plastic is ruining the world. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, mate. Yeah, it was, it was a horrible, horrible weekend, really. <laughs> <laughs> the world is a shithole. Pretty, pretty much the worst yeah. weekend of my life. Don't know, don't know why I did it. <laughs> what do you think about Epstein then? Yeah, strange, I, um, I think I probably agree with you. I read your letterbox review of it. Um, in all and generally... Um, I thought it was well made. Um, I thought um, I found it very intriguing. Um, he was guilty as sin, wasn't he? Mm. And the people around him, um, and the fact that he could just walk around and pretend like nothing's happened, and just you know, you should you should watch it, boys, because it is it is in line. Yeah, and I will he, do. The way that he tr- they have videos of him um, in his depositions, and he is just. Oh, he's yeah. just a oh. snide man. Yeah. Um, he 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 got let off, and I really believe this. He got let off so easy the way he went. Mm. Um, I mean, I there is that conspiracy out there of did he kill himself or did he did somebody top him off? Um, which I'm not sure. Um, but he he got let off far too easy. He should have he should have spent life in prison, and he should have. He sh- he should have rotted in prison. Wow. Um, no, he yeah. should have done. He's just he, Judge he's Joe just, coming out. No, he's just a horrible human being. Mm. Um, and and I agree with what you said, Woody, on your review. I felt like it was g- good in general, but I felt like they could have gone, f- they could have expanded a bit more, and it became a little bit mm. repetitive. And I know that, and trust that is obviously what happened, um, and and that's obviously the point that there, it just ha- he. He was just control controlling so many girls and women, which is just awful. Um, young girls, it was, yeah. Um, but they could have gone. They could have maybe changed it up a little bit. I, I don't know what you thought, Woody. I think you're spot on, mate. To be honest, I, I think you put that really well. Um, so, sorry, what do you what do you mean? They could have changed. What did What did you mean? Because it because we we saw so many victims. Right, and there were so many of them, and we didn't see all of them. Obviously, there was there have been hundreds more, um, but it was so repetitive. All oh, right, and I, I think that was the point, in a way, to to emphasise the point. But I think, and Woody, Woody will probably go a bit deeper. But I think it, they could have done something a bit different at different right. parts. Mm, yeah, I don't know what you felt. The, well, it's yeah, essentially we had, I'd say about eight to ten victims who were. Spoke really candidly on on camera. Um, they they wanted to, you know, they obviously given a consent. They wanted to go into it, um, but Pep's right. But because he's he's not around to tell his side of it, or even if they'd given that platform, he probably wouldn't, because he's obviously convicted of all of these crimes. Yeah. But it, it just means that um, it does get repetitive because it's just one victim after another. Not to. Uh, not to make any of the crimes or yeah. anything like that. It's, it's just it, the formula is there's only so many times you could see the building of the Florida Police Department. Yeah. I've thought about you, but it, it just kept going yeah. to that building, didn't it? And it, it was if it wasn't it the victim, it was a copper. Yeah. yeah, 
if it wasn't a victim, it was, a, it was one of the coppers working on a case. Uh, and then towards the end, we, we get one of his lawyers who who tries to defend himself and but fails and actually makes himself look more guilty than he was before we started the process. Oh, you turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, obviously, you've got to be careful, really, because... Um, He's been convicted of all this stuff, and yeah, he's, he's Pep's right. He deserved he deserves it, right? but I think it, it. I think it was intentionally left up to you to decide whether he killed himself or not. I don't know if you thought that. Um, well, I presume. I, I presume know, they I, couldn't definitively say. On well, the, yeah, on the show. I, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I should have said that they were being careful. Not I was being careful. I think oh, right. the show was being careful. Not not to say. Yeah, what they did think or he didn't. Yeah, what they think um, mm. because he he did. I won't get out of Ruin yeah. it for you, but yeah, I think the show is careful. To... There? There is There's questions. questions. Okay, questions. interesting questions actually. Okay. And I, I felt, um, what was what was one of the interesting things was, and I didn't, I heard this when it happened when he killed himself or when he died, and I found out about this. But obviously, when he first got investigated, we'd have been, I mean, you know really really young so it wouldn't have come on our radar at all um but he actually first came became investigated by the police sort of like 2005 was it or something yeah and, I think... and there was a a real big stitch up of the um the local police the florida police they wanted to convict him on so many crimes and it, the attorney general um at the time of florida um obviously had a backhanded deal with him of some description and he served less than a year in prison um mm. and it was and it was in that that he could get released whenever he wanted he could go on day release whenever he wanted right. he got his own private cell at wing he he, he he was living the life in there mm. and he couldn't get convicted of any other crimes he had to serve mm. his time for a year and that was it he couldn't get convicted of any other crimes to do with that sort of thing bloody hell it's a it's a deal that's never been made with. Yeah, he said it's a deal that's never been made with a defendant in history of like Florida police history or even America. Like he had such a lenient yeah uh, sentence. It was oh. ridiculous. And and that's only obviously half the story. It's really worth yeah. watch. You should watch it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna how, yeah. how many episodes? The levels of cor- four. I think four. Uh, four okay. I think. Oh, cool. Four. The levels of um, corruption and the yeah, perhaps like the backhanded stuff, and the the, sh- the people and the scale who are involved in it. Um, one of the one of the survivors said, and it sticks, really sticks with me, even now thinking about it. Said that the thing is that Jeffrey Epstein is only a small part of this whole thing. Hmm. So this is just one guy's conviction, one guy's crimes. So if he's only a small part, it just shows that. There's hundreds of, of thousands of victims and people involved. Christ, in it. It, it, it's it's horrible. And I've gone down some wormholes on the internet, uh, <laughs> looking at some theories and stuff. And oh, right. it's it's not pretty viewing. It's really not. Mm. This whole web of um, disgusting things and the people involved and high-profile people as well. So I, yeah, yeah, it's just horrendous. But but well made. I think yeah. overall, I think, hmm. I don't know about you, Pep, but 
the reason why they're focusing on the victim is, is because he, he, he didn't see out his sentence and not yeah. especially the last episode we're going towards it whereas like this is the victim's time it's their platform to, mm. to speak about it because otherwise they're not going to get hurt mm. um, mm. and I, I've in that, from that perspective I thought it was pretty well done and well handled overall um, I agree yeah yeah I mm. try it try it lads because it's yeah no, definitely it's well really heavy going but I think we're only about 40 minutes so it's yeah it's, yeah. it's not too bad not long yeah. yeah I think I watched to be honest watched them in two nights or watched three in one night and then the last one yeah um, the following cool. night no, yeah, I definitely will give that a try. Yeah. Right, well, on that light note, <laughs> um, unless uh, unless anyone's got any other films... Can I, can I just mention one more Nef- one Netflix documentary series very quickly? Of course you can. Tiger King. Oh! Oh, you've not spoken did about you not, it. Did you not talk about it? Oh, we wouldn't even no. watch it. No. Okay. I've always watched it since, okay. You three, you three had only talked about it, and I, and I was really right. late to the game. Okay. Bloody, bloody crazy! Another <laughs> yeah. mental one. <laughs> yeah, it's off, crazy. Off the it? off the scale level of ridiculousness and just just carnage, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Sad, funny. It, it it was everything really. It had everything. Um, it had a few characters. Yeah, it had a few characters, but. Um, you know, I think the whole underpinning thing was just that another thing where you kind of feel a bit, a bit sad at the end of it. You just feel yeah. Bit, like no one, there's no winner in the situation. It's no, like, no, no, no. Bums you out just, definitely you know at I mean? the end. Yeah, yeah, and as much as with stuff that it almost like seemed to be like purposefully withholding for the rest of the series, I felt like it just like then brought in this stuff of, oh yeah, and by the way, he did he did kill all these fucking tigers. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, I think um, you were saying then about Last Dance being ten episodes, and you I could have watched more. I felt like you needed more episodes than what you had, and then I was we were watching it and getting really into it, and then oh right, this, the, the penultimate episode, right, the next one's going to be about Carol. It turns mm. out it's some interview with the guy off Community, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, I, d- I didn't even want that because that wasn't really like oh, the last a... episode. That was yeah, like an, an add-on. That was a bonus add-on, yeah. add-on thing later. Yeah, no, ah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, that was kind of your experience because I watched it before that came out, and so the penultimate view was just the final for me, and I didn't even bother with the uh, the thing with the guy from the Community. Yeah, but was um, that was that no good then? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't watch it when I realized um, what it was. I remember. You mentioned it. I was like, all right, right, well, yeah. yeah. I watched. I watched it. It, it didn't add anything. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Just, just overall, just, just mental and brilliant. Though, well made again. I'd say mm. really well made. And have you seen now that? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carol, she's got the she's got the thing now, hasn't she? The, the zoo. Oh. Yeah. What, sorry. What, what are you saying? Carol, Carol Baskin's got the zoo now. She owns. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, why? Yeah. How, oh, what the hell? Yeah, why actually? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, again, again, you talk, talking about conspiracy theories and all that. There's, there's definitely something been going on there with people coercing and backhanders and all mm. that sort of things. Definitely, definitely. Have you seen it, Barry? You seen Tiger King? Do you know what? I tried to watch it. I just what? sorry. 
I tried to watch it and I was just thinking this is just a load of bollocks. Like I don't actually care. <laughs> <laughs> a yank. Well, I mean, yank yes, it is. A, it is a load of bollocks. <laughs> just like I was just sat, sat, sat there watching, being like, oh, "This doesn't add anything to my life." <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't watch it. <laughs> I don't know, you yeah, take your eyes away. The characters were just mad. You couldn't really write it even any no. crazier than it was. No, I mean, I did. I watched like I watched like a synopsis of it uh, on YouTube or something. And like, yeah, I agree. Like, what happened was fucking nuts. Mm. Yeah. But, the, whole ca- the whole Carol Baskin thing, it never added up, did it? Because it's just like, her whole thing is like, oh, I'll protect the big cats. And I, when she walks around wearing bloody... Leopard skin yeah. coats and shit. Well, the, the guy, um, the absolute state who called himself like Vagabond, whatever he was called. What was I, can't called rem- I can't remember now. What was his name? He was a really questionable character and I thought, well, he, why are we not investigating this guy? He's a fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> what was he called? He had some, he, he made like, he had like these little girlies run around and he made him call him a, oh, Ba- ba- Bagavan Antle. Yeah, yeah. The guy um, owned the, the oh, Doc yeah. Antle. Doc Antle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White, yeah. white hair, white, long white hair. Rides yeah. around on an, on an elephant, yeah, yeah. Doc Antle, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, there's some, he, he's a very questionable old man. Um, <laughs> have you... Did you, have you I mean, that's why, that's why he's so good. Have you mm, always, yeah, definitely. Um, watched the Louis Theroux? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. To um, to Joe Exotic. I mean, I watched it a long time ago. I haven't watched it since. No, I didn't since rewatch this, it. This yeah. new thing came out. Oh, I yeah. did. I did because it's on Netflix. Yeah. All oh, right. That was the first time I watched it. I watched Tiger King, and then one night we were just, Same. I was. was mm. I thought, oh, we'll stick this on. Um, so I watched it, and that, that's interesting actually. Um, yeah. I think what, he what? said Louis Three that he wished he'd spent a lot longer. And, and yeah, Betty does now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what, what year did? What sort of year must Louis have gone to visit him? Because when Louis went Louis. to that, when Louis went know, to I'll that, I'll drop him a text, um, Jack. Two seconds. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> your yeah, best message. mate. Well, when he went to visit um, Joe Exotic, he must have been. All this must have been going on at the same time. I guess so. It's weird to think about, isn't it? Um, I think it's around 2011, 2010, 2011. Yeah. Mm. So it must have been going on behind this. I don't know how um, Louis didn't the, sniff it out. <laughs> the guy who, um, the guy who, um, oh, fucking hell. It's been that long. I can't remember all the people. You know, Jeff. Was it yeah, Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe, yeah. yeah. Jeff Lowe, yeah. The guy Jeff Lowe goes into business to towards the end. The other wild cat owner, exotic cat yeah. owner. Yeah. Um, the chap who ends up building the whole thing again. Oh, yeah. Over, basically. Yeah. He's also in that episode with Louis. Oh, is he? I don't remember him. Is, in it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe, maybe I do need to give it a rewatch then. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. And, yeah. and what I thought you were going to say, Woody, when you said, has anyone seen? And then, and then, you, and then you told us that Carol Baskin now has that sanctuary which I'm amazed at that's, I need to look into that, that's so crazy um, but um, Nick Cage is I don't think, oh, it's, yeah. Been, yeah. I don't think it's been <laughs> confirmed but he was rumoured to be, he's going to play Joe Exotic in a film um, well that'll certainly be something, Jesus what a perfect bit of casting 
It's his first ever TV role, you know. Wow. Wow. Oh, is it not going to be a film? No, it's going to be a TV thing. It's like a H... Well, I don't know if it's HBO, but one of them... Seems kind of, seems kind of pointless. Yeah. Just seen, seen just seen the whole story. Yeah. You can't do yeah. it any crazier. <laughs> no, not really. I read somewhere that they were trying to get um, Carol Baskin and uh, Joe Exotic onto I'm a Celebrity. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would watch that. That would yeah, be quality. I, I read somewhere. I don't know if it... Um, I don't know if it's true. Who knows what's true? Well, if um, one of them was going to do it, then the other one wouldn't do it, would they? Well, I don't know if he's still in jail or not. Yeah, he is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, yeah, he, I think he is. Maybe it was her that they, were, that they reached out to. Oh, can you imagine Carol Baskin in the jungle? That'd be brilliant. <laughs> She'd be at one with the animals, wouldn't she? Yeah, <laughs> he would. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. uh, we good to wrap up there, then, lads. Yeah, yeah. I think so, lads. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right. Got a need of a snack. <laughs> a long time without food. Uh, okay, well, uh, I guess we'll just move on to say then that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher that you found us on. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Barry. Uh, yeah, cheers, Barry. Barry. Yeah, thanks, Will. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's no problem. It's been a great honour to have you on. Would you be um, keen for coming back? Or have we scared you off? No, I, I actually would be quite keen to come back. I'd like to. I would really like to see what your thoughts are on Remember the Titans. Nice. Compared, okay. compared to nice. Flesh. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll look forward to that then, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but alright, well, if that's everything, uh, then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.